Today we celebrate the wonderful feast of the Epiphany in which we recall in a special way these mysterious magi from the east traveling to Bethlehem in search of this so-called newborn king of the Jews. And as we know, this feast day brings us a bit closer to the end of the Christmas season, and we still are in the Christmas season. Part of the reason still we have the wonderful Christmas music and the wonderful Christmas decorations. I must confess that on New Year's Day morning, I chopped on our tree at 10 a.m. You can call me Scrooge if you want, but it was time for the tree to go at the house. It was real. I didn't want the place to burn down. So we still got stuff up here, though. But in today's gospel account on this Feast of the Epiphany, we're retold of all the details of that first Epiphany journey. Our Magi from the East are told by King Herod that they're to follow the star, and when they find this newborn king, they're to send him word as to where the king is so that Herod can go and do him supposed homage. That's what Herod's up to. He wants to know where our Lord is. And upon following the star and finding the child, these three magi from the east fall down and worship and adore and pay their own homage to Jesus rather than send word back to the snake Herod as to where he is. And as they arrive in Bethlehem on that first Christmas night, or shortly thereafter, these three magi offer the three traditional gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, which we heard about in our opening hymn this evening. Gold represents the fact that Christ is king. Incense, something that's only offered to the divine, pointing to our Lord's divinity. And myrrh, this oil, foreshadowing that this newborn king would one day give up his life, be killed, and before he was buried, anointed with oil, anointed with myrrh. All three of these gifts pointing to our Lord's kingship, his divinity, and the fact that he came to die and give up his life. What's most noticeable for me, though, on this feast day, as we listen to this gospel on Epiphany Sunday, is the very last line you and I just heard when we're told that these three magi return for their own country by another way. Which is to say what? Their encounter, their meeting, their coming into the presence of the Christ child literally changed their course. It changed the way they went home. Let me make it even simpler. These three magi meeting Christ changed the way they lived. Now, why is that worth noting? Because that's the pattern of all Christianity. That's the pattern of what you and I do Sunday after Sunday, day after day, in our own adoration, in our own paying homage to our Lord. We meet him, we come into his presence, we encounter him, 
However you want to say it, and what does it do? It changes the way we go home. It changes the way we live. So my challenge this evening, and it applies to my own life as equally to yours, is this basic question. Does our practice of our Catholic faith, does our own worshiping and adoring of our Lord, does it actually have any influence on our own day-to-day life, how we live, how we treat others, what we do, what we don't do, how we love, so on and so forth. The reason it's worth mentioning that is because I'm convinced that it is so easy for us as Catholics especially at times to just go through the motions to come here Sunday after Sunday for 20, 30, 40 years and never actually recognize possibly that what we do here has an influence on what we do out there. That coming into the presence of Christ and adoring him and meeting him changes us. It's meant to change us. It's meant to awaken our hearts to the reality of Christ's love for us. So this evening, two simple questions. Question one, has your heart and mine been awakened to the presence of Christ? Has it been awakened to the presence of Jesus Christ who came for us? If it has, is it changing our way home? If it hasn't, all we have to do is give him permission and to say, Lord, I want to come into your presence just as these three wise men did. And by coming into your presence, I want to experience you. I want to encounter you. And then in faith and hope, I want to go home in a different way, knowing that our faith is meant to have an influence on the way we live, the way we love, and the way we treat others.